Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 15 of Our Weird Life. My name is Jack. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> My name's Jodie. I feel like being mysterious for some reason. You are quite mysterious. You think so? I always thought that about you at school. I don't know why. Probably just I'm quiet. You know. You're quiet, but you also have like a resting. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, I don't want to swear, but you also have a a resting nasty face. Not nasty, just like a resting cold face. Just Should like you're potentially annoyed at something yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's so been my like that's been my curse throughout life. I've never been able to shake that off. But as soon as people talk to you or meet you or really get like get to know you, hmm. even within like the first sentence, you just it's like someone turns a switch or something and it's you just like, oh you just turn like super happy and smiley and like really just nice to be around it's really funny cuz like <laughs> i just remember at school like um there were some girls in my class that were like intimidate too intimidated to talk to you and that's how we first met we met in drama class mm. but the first time I spoke to you, me and my friend were walking down the street and you were in front of us. And she was like, oh, my God, that's that's Jack from year 10. And we were like the year below. And I was like, yeah, I know him. And <laughs> she was like, no, you don't. I was like, yes, I do. We're in drama class together. She's like, you don't know him. I was like, I do know him. I was like, watch this. But I was really like nervous to talk to you. Yeah. Because... I don't know, you just, you gave off like this really confident um, sort of persona, I guess. Like you had a tattoo and you were like young or whatever and you um, played guitar and you played really heavy metal songs and stuff and you were very quiet and didn't have many friends. You had like a couple of friends you hung out with mm. and then you always had this like super like cool guy look about you like your face and everything oh, so i kind of cringe to hear that because no, but, it, when i imagine that person it makes me like go oh no but God. we were at school right so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. different when you're at school if someone was doing that now you'd probably be like okay but yeah but at school like you were just very mysterious and and um and then and she was like you don't know him i was like yeah i do and i was like jack <laughs> jack from year 10 jack and you turned around do you remember this? Of course I do. And um, you were like, oh, hello. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Jodie and this is uh, my friend. And I noticed you had a pin badge of like, um, it was System of a Down. Mm. And we started talking about that. But you, I, I couldn't believe how like soft-spoken you were and how um, friendly you were. Really strange that you gave off this sort of stony persona but as soon as you start speaking to you you're like really warm and then every time I saw you he'd be like Jody, and he'd run <laughs> over to me and he'd give me like the biggest hug and um he was he, literally the nicest person I knew at school you really were and I remember I met your mom too at one of our like drama shows and she did the same thing she ran over to me and threw her arms around me and I was like I love Jack, I love him. He's so nice. And like I told her how much I thought of you. It's weird, isn't it? Like all these years later that I was yeah. like 14 or something, but it had like, it still stuck with me. Like your very first impression of you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, what did you think of me when I was, when you first met me or saw me? Do you remember? Well, yeah, you were just like, 
um, you just stood out completely from everyone else. You didn't. I could very quickly tell that you um, you were just the person that you wanted to be, but that everyone else was very like they seemed to have to follow something or someone, whereas you weren't like that at all. You just kind of did what you wanted to do. You dressed how you wanted to dress. And um, you were just always really cool to me. And Aww, that, you thought I was cool. <laughs> yeah, ironically, because I, I've never, there's, there is no point in my life that I've ever felt cool. No, me neither. Like, never once. <laughs> so neither. I've got, like, an inner dork running around in my head, yeah, like same. a lunatic. <laughs> and you told me before that you do, too. Um, but, yeah, obviously, obviously, outwardly, that doesn't come across to other people quite the same way, you know, mm-hmm. even if that's the way you feel. But, yeah, you were very cool. And was cool. very beautiful. Aww. And I just wanted to like squeeze, squish you and squeeze you, you know. Yeah, you always did. Look Every time you. you saw me, you like gave me the biggest hug. Yeah. It so. was really sweet. And I remember one time this guy was being super creepy on like um, a trip that we went on for like acting. Um, we went to watch this performance and this guy all day was being really creepy and... Um, and we were like that he wanted to play kiss chase and stuff like that and i was like leave us alone like he was being really strange and i was really upset about the whole thing and um jack was the person to come up to me and you know and he and he's like i'm gonna have a word with him and everything and this time we were just friends but Mm. um you really didn't like anybody treating me badly or or if i was ever upset you just didn't you didn't like it at all, but yeah. at that time we were just friends. So, yeah, it's just funny how you always had that, like I must protect her type thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's never gone away. Obviously, mm. never will do. I, I always feel a, des- a, a desire and a, a need to to protect you and make sure that no one is, you know, that's really sweet treating you incorrectly. I think it's the same <laughs> with. I feel like I get this mania from my dad. There's like a loyalty thing. Where oh, yeah. If you see, so I think you do this too. If you see someone who's being treated incorrectly, mm. it's one of the most, it bothers me so much that you feel like you need to defend that person, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe because you feel in that situation like they they can't do it themselves for mm. whatever reason. Um, and you just want to look after them and make sure that they're okay. Um, and, you know, always the idea of the bully or the. Someone who try like enforce themselves on someone else or, their, or the, whatever. Mm. I I hated it. Yeah, I really did. You know, just let people do what they want to do mm. and be who they want to be. Um, I tended to yeah. be very friendly though to everybody, mm. and I think that I didn't realize at the time, but it's quite misleading in that way. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Maybe well, I'm I mean, being I'm being a bit more thingy, but at the time. I, w- I was upset because I didn't want to upset that person and be like, don't come near me or don't, you're acting strange. I didn't want to upset them. Mm. I was mo- more concerned of them and you were more concerned of me. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. No, he shouldn't do that. Don't make excuse for him. But I think ironically, you know, we've had kind of um, the same problem through time, but from the opposite end of like this of a spectrum. What do you mean? Where you're very open mm-hmm. and warming and welcoming to people. 
um, maybe sometimes too much yeah. so yeah i'm cold and almost defensive to people <laughs> not cold and well, at least outwardly you know but i am i am i'm naturally suspicious of people because i like to just sort of suss them out make sure they're yeah. okay um and then once i feel like they're genuine and respectful and all that kind of stuff then i can give them that same respect back in mm. return and you know be loyal to them too um but that creates its own problems because just naturally having a face that's like leave me alone <laughs> people they leave you alone quite literally most of the time you know it takes an inquisitive person like you to go hi are you, <laughs> your face are you, then. are you okay like i you wish know, you could see jack's like face. just to, just to peek around the curtain yeah and see oh okay you know it's just like a it's just a face it's not mm. necessarily like a the feeling it takes that inquisitive person to to make me realise actually, oh, maybe they're, you know, they're they're a person that is I want to, yeah, um, get to know more. Mm-hmm. So, in a I, funny way, we kind of met in the middle there somewhere. Yeah, didn't we? I've always been like that though. If someone's a little more quiet or more introverted, because I'd say I was an introvert, but I, I can be extrovert, or I just I ch- when I choose to be. But I would say I'm I'm an introvert, so I feel I see that in other people. Yeah. Like if I can see somebody is a bit quiet in the corner or something, I'll I'll um I'll notice that over somebody jumping up and down and trying to get attention. That will uh, I can see right through that. It's yeah. the person behind the that sitting in the corner not saying anything. That's the person I want to talk to. Oh, and okay. I've always been that way. I remember there was a girl in, I went to like an art college and there was a girl there and she was super quiet. She never spoke to anybody and she came across very like cold. You know, she never smiled or anything like that. And, um, and it was, it was really like off putting, you know, for people who tried to talk to her about her work and stuff like that. She just didn't want to connect with anybody and um, one day she was outside and she was taking photos and she had an epileptic fit. Oh. She just fell onto the floor and everybody in the class was like, whoa, like, because we didn't know. Cause, mm. and, and after that, the next day, I, um, I went and sat with her because she was sitting in front of her. She was doing this massive, massive piece on with elephants. They were, they were beautiful. She was an incredible artist, like so detailed and took a long time over her work. You know, it was amazing. And she was sitting on the floor in front of it. And um, I went and sat with her and started talking to her. And I said, I'm sorry, I feel like I prejudged you. You know, I, did, I feel like I didn't know you or didn't bother to get to know you. And she said that she doesn't make friends because of that, of what happened, and she was so embarrassed about it. That's so sad. I know, and it upset me so much because, like, I'm getting emotional even thinking about it, but the fact that she has this thing she can't control. Yeah. And why am I crying? <laughs> um, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. It's happened, like, what? 10 years ago. I think it's because um, you, you can relate to that feeling of like, can you imagine if someone, knowing someone felt that way, that yeah. they couldn't engage with other people? That is quite, that's a really, that's a horrible feeling. But it's feeling. like, it's not, 
her fault at all. No. There's no reason she should be embarrassed about it. Mm. Like, but I suppose if you're quite a shy person anyway, and then you have this thing, your body's like convul. Is that the right word? Convulsing. I think that's yeah. That's the thing that comes with having a. And imagine you just don't want to cause any problems or anything. You just want to be quiet and sit, sit in the corner and do your work and not be bothered by anyone. And then you have this thing that draws all this attention to you and it's completely out of your control. And her first response to it was like, I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I was I, honestly heartbroken. And, but after that, I, um, I just, I just really, really made me think even more so you really don't know what people are going through no. and yeah. Okay. They might come across like quiet or rude or something, but just take before you jump to that person's rude just take a second to think okay well they might be having a bad day or maybe something's going on in their life that I don't know about and they're not going to share with me so maybe I can just make them happy and usually I, I like to give out a lot of compliments to people because generally people I think people think a lot of nice things about people but they just don't say them yeah. So I just say them. <laughs> like if if I think I like that girl's top or I'll I'll mention it. Or do you know what I mean? No, because I do. Oh, yeah. you don't know how that little comment might make their day, but it's just stuck in your head if you don't say it. I don't know why people aren't more forthcoming with compliments really because mm-hmm. they're very um they don't cost anything. You know. No, you're right. And, and if you genuinely feel that way about that thing, then why wouldn't you tell someone that 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 thing is you think is good or yeah? Why wouldn't you encourage someone in that way? I I don't know if it's a I don't know if there's a jealousy factor in it for some people. They feel like if they give someone a compliment, that there's a risk that they're elevating that person too much. I don't know. Maybe that's just like a human. I thing don't know. Really. For many people. I don't really know. I I honestly think people don't really think about it that much. Yeah. Like, they don't think to say it or share it. Or, like, they wouldn't think that it would be important. It's not an important thing to say. It's just a thought that they've had, like... Yeah. um, You know, like, oh, I like that, whatever. And then they they don't think to say it out loud. It's not that they're purposely... Well, I like that, but I'm not going to tell them. I don't think it's that. I think it's that they don't think to say it. That's true. Well, I mean... Um, it makes me wonder too in like a, a cultural way too how this happens because recently we've been doing um, you know we do like a greeting with our Japanese students yes and we'll say hello how are you you know what days all that kind of stuff um, but now what the guy who we work with has started doing is encouraging them to walk around the class mm-hmm. and say to their friends something that they like about each other. <laughs> yeah. And at first, I, I thought, well, I'm not quite sure how this works. Mm-hmm. But it really does. Like, they would walk around and say, oh, your hair looks nice, or nice, I don't know, nice T-shirt, nice shoes. Yeah. Nice anything. It really doesn't matter. It's not the point. It's just the... And you could see in their faces, you know, they were so... They were lighting up because yeah. they were actually getting something from each other that they mm-hmm. would, wouldn't otherwise have have had especially kids like i think when you're 
younger you care so much or you think it's so important, like the way you're dressed or, you know, the way you do your hair and stuff, you think it's so important. It's like crucial. You feel constantly judged, don't you, by that kind of thing. And if you put in all this effort or say you buy a new T-shirt or something and nobody notices, you feel a bit like, oh, like, but it gives them the opportunity to say that. Of course. Because especially, I think, in their culture, it's not normal to do that or not seen as, like, something that happens all the time. It really doesn't. No. And every time our, our teacher that we work with explains this, he says, like, oh, me and me and Jack and Jody, we compliment each other all the time, every day, um, without really thinking about it. And they're like, what? The kids are like, what? Like, what? And I remember that morning I'd commented on his shoes because he usually wears trainers, but outside he had these really nice shiny shoes on. And I was like, oh, you got new shoes? And he's like, oh, well, he said, yeah, yeah, they're, they're new. I was like, oh, they look great. They're really, they look nice. And he's like, oh, thank you. Um, but I don't even think about it, you know. Well, so, no, no, you just, um, if you see something you like or you, it just happens, doesn't it? You yeah, know. but I think the kids, I don't know if they get the point that it has to be a genuine compliment. Not just like a... Yeah. Just say it for the sake of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it has to come from a, you know, like a genuine place. Yeah. But I think, that, like, because I do it naturally anyway, so I think he started telling the kids that because it might seem strange if I just go up to a kid and I'm like, oh, I like your jacket, and he's like, what? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it's a good thing, though. I, I really do. It's um, yeah. It's like I say, it doesn't cost you anything. It's free to just make someone maybe feel a little bit better about mm-hmm. them or they'd, you know, have a better day. Really yeah, for sure. But, um, Especially teenagers, like, you know. <laughs> that's like a pivotal stage to feel better about yourself. Isn't yeah. it, really? <laughs> Especially, like, with clothes and things, like materialistic items. Yeah. But, like... You know, kids just think it's so important and it's not at all. No. Like I, I remember doing this one girl's makeup a while ago and she's quite, she was young, you know, she was like 16 or something and um, like they were having a family photo shoot day, like her mum was there and whatever. And um, I, I told her that I liked part of her clothing or something and I said, um, oh, where's it from? And she said, oh, well, I don't know. And I was like, oh, you don't know? How come? And she's like, well, I cut the label out. Why? I know. She's cut the label out. And I was like, why did you cut the label out? And she said that um, girls will pull the back of the clothes and look where your clothes are from. And if they're from, like, Primark or something, they'll take the mick out of you and say that you're poor and stuff. So they have to cut the the labels out of all the clothes. Like, I don't know if the school requested that or that's just something that they do. But, yeah, could you believe it got to that point? I mean, it's sad that that's the case, but I can imagine it. I think yeah. just because um, you know what it's like. You know, let's say when when we were young, mm. let's say if we take some food into school, and instead of taking a pack of Walker's Crips, you're taking a pack of I don't know another brand yeah. that isn't the most popular or most uh, generally accepted like roller cola exactly of... like a roller cola <laughs> instead of an actual coca-cola <laughs> that was me by people, the way people would take the mick when they they would mm. 
you know, they would insinuate that you were some kind of peasant and you couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> afford. Now, that may or may not have been true. It was mm. kind of irrelevant, but the, it's a it's a picking point that, that often kids tend to go for, you know. Yeah. Let's say you're wearing the Primark top, mm. um, particularly years ago when it was even cheaper than, it, you know, it is now. Uh, it, it could be a point of, like, controversy Mm, i think it's how you react to it though yeah of course so like kids would be like oh you've got well i like it Mm. and i don't care yeah exactly. like what difference does it make that's true but but, you know you know if you buy something like you have a new top or something Mm. often people the first thing people go to where's it from oh where's it from yeah and you're like Half the time, you don't even... You shouldn't care. Like, who cares? Mm. <laughs> but it, Well, I don't mind that so much because that makes me think that they want to buy it. Yeah. And that is like a compliment in itself, isn't it? Maybe it's more the intent of the person. <laughs> like, do they, do they want to buy it too or do they just want to see how much money you've got? <laughs> mm. It's It's kind of weird to think back on school now, so many years later, isn't it? It just feels like another lifetime yeah you know it really does and you're so different to how you were then to how you are now it makes me wonder if because i know some people from school like occasionally drop in the messages and stuff and see how i am and it's usually quite surprising the people that wouldn't have spoken to me at school or something that now pop up occasionally to see how i am like it's really nice um but it's kind of strange because you're like well i'm not that person anymore no, I think... Do you find that strange? Kind of yes and no. I mean, we were talking about this the other day when we were... Uh, you were drawing a picture and you were talking about the the time that you... The first time that we got tickets to go to Tokyo Disney and we were in the shop and you picked up a little plushie of um, the character Pua, little yeah. pig from Moana and... That's obviously stuck in your mind because it was like a nice happy memory. But from that point, you put, you wanted to, you felt like you wanted to stay in Japan, you know, and not really leave. And I definitely shared that feeling too. But to be talking about that, having been living here for more than two years, Mm -hmm. that's like a, I feel like my brain gets pulled out by two invisible hands when I think about that, you know, like in... It really is strange because even then you feel yeah. like a different person, you know. By the way, that story just sounded so weird. Like well, I just picked up a plushie of Pua and was like, now I want to live in Japan. <laughs> yeah, you probably <laughs> a bit more context. <laughs> so this was towards the, it was the very end of our two-week trip to yeah. our first time in Japan. So the, f- the first night we stayed in Japan, I watched Moana. I've yes. never seen it before. Yes. It had already been out a while. Vital um, context. <laughs> it's quite important to the story. Um, but I really loved the movie, but I loved Pua. Mm. And then near to the end of the trip, we were in Osaka and we went to the Disney store to buy our Disney tickets. Yeah. It was on the very top floor. So we went to the top floor and Jack joined the queue I went to look around the store and I saw this plushie of Pua and it was like the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I picked it up and as I picked it up, 
um, A Dream Is You Wish Your Heart Makes started playing, obviously. <laughs> I looked over at Jack in the queue, buying our Disney tickets, like for Tokyo Disney, which I'd dreamt of going to, and it was going to be my 25th birthday. And, and then I had this like full circle moment of like the first night we arrived watching Moana and... And then seeing this like plushy thing, I just looked at Jack and I burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this place is so magical. Like the whole experience yeah. has been magical from the start to the finish. And that was sort of like a sort of pinnacle moment for me. Yeah, and um, right. and even though we hadn't yet been to Disney, which was the whole reason that we came in the first place was for my birthday to go to Disney. Um, by Disney, but I mean Disneyland. Um, and it was just, I don't know, it was like up to that point, we'd already experienced and done so much. It was almost unbelievable. It yeah, it was. And then I, we were there doing the thing that I want, I'd wanted to do. Thought about forever. Yeah. yeah, that's really, I think that trip as well, we we crammed so much into short, such a short period of time too. Mm-hmm. I think we were a little bit delirious from, you know, all of that and being yeah. in a country that was so different from what we were used to. Mm. But um, I think that's why it's nice to remind yourself every now and again that things, you know, sometimes if you're in you're in a particular kind of way of thinking or headspace and you can get bogged down in it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not quite sure what you're doing, where you're going, all that kind of stuff, it's good to remind yourself every every now and again how quickly things move on. Yeah. You know, and we know Ooh. from our experience, Sorry. What on earth was that? Fly. I just thought you were bursting into song. No, <laughs> <laughs> fly just like flew towards me. Um, we know, know from our experience that in a very short period of time, a hell of a lot of things can change. So um, it's, it's just a nice little reminder. You to... have got the most beautiful brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you flirting with me, Jodie? No, because the yes, because the <laughs> the sun is behind me now, mm. and it you have dark brown eyes, right? But when the sun hits them, they're like a chocolatey brown, and that it's it's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. You have really beautiful eyes. And so do you. Thank you. I do like my eyes actually. I, I'd say it's my favorite feature. Yeah. Especially when the sun's on them, they're like green and brown and yellow. It's really unusual color. Your your eyes change colour just like the leaves around here. Literally, Aww, they. Um, that's so cute. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do because you've got hazel eyes. You've got the green and brown. They literally change colour depending. What's on... your favourite feature about yourself? About me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ears. <laughs> oh, you got a great set of ears. You have gorgeous ears. I, I, oh, I don't know. Um, my bit, my best feature. What? I think. What? My friend asked me if I wanted baked beans. Right, we can't get baked beans in Japan, mm. and she's currently at Costco. Okay. We can't get them anywhere. My friend knows how much I like baked beans, and that we can't get them. And I've been looking for them for ages. And she messaged me a couple of hours ago saying. Uh, I'm I'm at Costco. I found baked beans. Do you want them? And I didn't reply because I was I was doing an online lesson thing, and I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't see it. She's like, oh, it's okay. I didn't get them because I wasn't sure. <sighs> what are you not sure of? 
feel like crying. Utter disappointment. Well, you're not sure if I'd have give you the money. You have, you, give me a couple of cans of eight beat. You need a signed contract. What? That's what it is. You need a. There's there's no way I'd have left those behind. You need it in blood to say that you want baked beans. <laughs> it's like, girl, I've been looking for them for months, mate. Well, that's one baked bean and beans on toast meal that we won't have. I, I, I can't explain this properly. That makes me sound really ungrateful. There aren't any baked beans in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> we live in the middle of nowhere. There are none. <laughs> we, live in, we live in the middle of nowhere and... Um, they are. She's currently about three hours away mm. uh, at the nearest Costco, which you need a card to get into, which we don't have, but she has. And they happen to be there this weekend. And it, like I haven't had baked beans in over a year. Of course I want them. <laughs> and you won't have any for another year. <laughs> <laughs> They're crucial to an English breakfast. Oh, I might cry now. No jacket potato and baked beans. No beans on toast. Well, that breakfast this morning that we had could have done with a few beans. Exactly. Not going to lie. But, um, I sound ungrateful, don't I? But imagine like one of your favourite foods yeah. that you haven't eaten in a whole year and you go on and on and on about it. Hmm. You're like, <laughs> then they're like, oh, I was going to pick it up, but you didn't reply, so I didn't. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> so tough luck. <laughs> tough luck. You should have replied. <laughs> I'm so sad about that. What were we... I'm going to tell her to go back. No, go back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was. I asked you what your favourite feature was. Oh, oh. And then my phone lit up with disappointment, so I had to express um, my anger. I, I quite like my... Um, I've grown to like this, this lack of pigment on, my, on the left side of my face. I've grown to appreciate that as a part of me. Because when when it first appeared when I was, I don't know, 13, 14 years old, it just, I hated it. Do you want to explain it for people that can't see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll paint the picture. Um, the The skin thing is called vitiligo or vitiligo. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but it's basically just like an absence of pigment in your skin and part of your skin colour goes white as opposed to having um you know like a, if you don't really catch the sun or get a tan in that particular area mm. very common many people have it but mine just happens to be on the left side of my face over your eye over my eye on down the one side of my nose and it literally goes down a straight line down the center of my nose just above my lip and then kind of stops around just under my mouth so you have a perfect black and white mustache half of his mustache is white yeah, half is... which as you you know, that only became apparent when I started growing <laughs> facial hair. Um, but have... as as time has gone on, and I don't, as you get older, you kind of you just care a bit less, don't you? You don't care what people think, and just like whatever, you don't even think about it anymore. Mm-mm. So I don't really think about it anymore. Um, and this, you know, ability to grow white um, white moustache on, on the one side of my face has become. A useful accessory. Yeah, like, and and your eyelashes so too. You have like black yeah, and white eyelashes. Yeah, a few eyelashes. more eyelashes on the top of my left eye too. They they go white. So I actually never yeah. noticed it. I I noticed your eyelashes mm. when I met you, but I didn't notice the lack of pigment on your face. But I think yeah. that's because you're quite pale anyway. I guess so. Yeah, it's you only can really it more if you have a tan. Yeah, exactly. In the summer, if yeah. I get a tan, the rest of my but I mean, 
even then, uh, many people I've, I've pointed it out to, uh, they're like, oh, they just don't see it for some reason no, it's until funny how, it's pointed out. It's funny how you, like, you think it's, like, the worst thing ever or something because it's yeah. all relative, isn't it, to your own experience or... Yeah. So you would think that, but someone else would look at that and be like, I, can't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's all relative to you, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. I mean, like I said, when I was younger, it was a, it really ate me up. Like, yeah. I was so conscious of it. I mean, like, <laughs> I remember using, um, do you remember that moisturising cream that had some kind of like a sun, it would make you look like you got a tan? Mm. I used that. Um, at various points, my mum put makeup on my face to make it like look like it was more blended in with the rest of Was it worse pigment. when you were younger then? Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that was just because I saw it more because it was new. Yeah, like so that was my perspective of it, but um, def- I think it was definitely more clearer because mm-hmm. I, I was given this, it was like a steroid cream when I first went to the doctors about it and they told me what it was and that made some of it come back. Oh, really? But not much, just a little bit. So you see I've got like this little blob here somewhere that's... Yeah, the got, brown one. That, yeah, that was here somewhere and it oh. kind of expanded back. It came back a little bit, but it stopped. Yeah. And then, as with anything to do with steroids, you can't use it for more than a certain period of time anyway. Mm. So, um, And that was that. So, Well, I think it's beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. It makes you unique. And the first thing I said to you about your eyelashes, I was like, oh, you're like a Tim Burton character. <laughs> and I love Tim Burton, so that was very exciting for me. Well. Because all these characters have got like a white streak in their hair. Yeah. And that was like that with your eyelashes. So, I just thought it was cool and do you remember one time we went to <laughs> we were in america and we went to see the new batman yeah. movie or something and you'd grown out your beard and mustache because we were on holiday and um we got to the counter to buy our tickets at the cinema and the woman went oh ha ha, ha two face <laughs> to jack and jack didn't hear what she'd said i i heard her but i didn't get what she meant because we were just like huh like because we didn't get it Mm. and um and jack was like what and she she looked like she'd seen a ghost she just went white and she was like oh um two (laughs) face and jack was like oh right yeah but he didn't he still didn't hear what she'd said no and um we walked off and and Jack was like, what did she say? I was like, I don't know. She kept saying Two-Face. And and I was looking at Jack and he was looking at me and I was like, oh, she <laughs> thinks you painted your moustache? Like, she thinks you painted half your face, like, white, like, with your moustache and your eyelashes. And um, and then she must have realised that it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> paint. No, it, it, was was like, it was not intentional. Yeah, and she, and she must have thought, oh, my God, like, swallow me. <laughs> but <laughs> we just thought it was like, funny. Um, like, if we'd have, no, have realised at the time that's what she was on about, we'd have laughed and be like, oh, no, it's real. But Yeah, I probably would have found that quite funny. See, this is a classic example of stony face Jack exterior. <laughs> that's right. Getting me in bother because my instant reaction when I don't hear someone usually is what? Well, yeah. You know. I won't look very happy about it because I haven't heard or understood. 
So yeah, she probably she did, just thought, oh my God, what have I said? Like, because she laughed too. She like mumbled. She yeah. was like two face <laughs> and like yeah. laughed. And we were like, what? Because she, she kind of came off you a, what? A, bit, <laughs> a bit rude. But then mm. when she repeated herself, I could tell she was embarrassed. And I was like, why is she embarrassed? Like, I'm so confused. And then I realized because some people dress up for the theater, don't they? Like the cinemas, well, like the Joker, kind of they'll dress yeah. up like as the Joker or something. So Absolutely. Um, oh, I feel so bad for her though If I she's out there somewhere Because we would have laughed about it I apologise <laughs> <laughs> If you if know she... who you are, I'm sorry I just got a terrible if hearing she happens to listen to this in some weird world And would be like, oh my god, that was me <laughs> I know, yeah. It's funny though because um, Many People would They would see the moustache as, mm. well, as I started to just accept it And then sometimes grow it out One of the first, They always ask me the same question like, oh, did, did you dye your moustache? Mm. It always blew my mind because I, my reaction was, who would do this? <laughs> <laughs> what lunatic yeah. would do this? Yeah. And not just that, they would have done a terrible job because mm. I missed the majority of my eyelashes if I had have dyed them white. Yeah. Um, that always made me laugh. Mm. <laughs> Why would I choose? To Why would dye I choose it? this? You should like grow it out and dye it pink or something. I've Why have you never it. done that? You know, like, um, um, what's his name? Billy Connor there. Yeah, I've, I've considered it. I might do one time. I wonder if it would hold because there's no pigment there. Isn't um, there something to do with that? Like, if you you have to dye your, bleach your hair blonde first for the colour to hold or something? Well, no, because, I, as I said, with the whole trying to cover this up before, I, before my, um, I tried to, I dyed them. Not dyed them. I'd put like a thing on them that went and go a you bit You mean black. mascara? No, it wasn't mascara. It was actually like a dye. So. Oh, really? Did it work? Not for very long. So maybe there is a thing in it, but... Um, it's so funny that you say that because I never, ever would have known that you weren't confident in that way. Yeah. It's, it's a stony face exterior. It's, uh, <laughs> it sometimes works. <laughs> yeah, I never would have known. It's so... That's, it goes back to what we were saying before about you really don't know what people are going through. So someone like yeah. you, who's very handsome and seemingly very confident, like, and you actually have a very self-conscious about something that is on your face. Like you think that everybody can see and everybody's judging you for or something, but yeah. in reality, they don't even see it. No. Or no. very rarely or don't think anything of it. Yeah, of course. And also you know. it's, when you, when you really come down to like the crux of it, it's so insignificant. Like it just doesn't, you know, it's yeah. not, it's not painful. It doesn't no. hurt. It does me no kind of, it does me no harm. I have to be careful in the sun that's about it, but who doesn't? But now um, that you're older, yeah. that's, you can see, oh, well there's, you know, there's, but people have many, many things wrong with them and yeah. you're very fortunate, you know. And yeah, absolutely. God, it's, I'm, I'm but not, when you're a kid, it's it. back to that thing. Like when you're a, a kid or a teenager, you have no real life experience or much life experience and very um, little knowledge about other people or yeah. maybe lack a bit of empathy or something. You're just so fo solely focused on you and the people around you in your little circle at school and the world is so small. Like yeah. you haven't really travelled anywhere much and, you know... You think um, you're the only weirdo? Yeah, and everyone's weird. In Everyone your own has. world. I have a huge birthmark on my leg. It looks like the UK, which is why I kind of like it. 
Yeah, I think it was quite cool, isn't it? In that particular <laughs> shape. <laughs> it's, it's huge. It's almost like you've got like a home stamp. Mm. <laughs> but I've been a model for like over 10 years, but it's never, ever been a problem. Like no, no photographer has ever been said, oh, no, we don't want you because you've got that huge scar or... Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, no, I'll Photoshop that out, no problem. Sometimes I'll, I'll pre-warn them if I have to, like, show that part of my leg. I'll say, oh, I've got this huge scar just to warn you. And um, sometimes it's n- not Photoshopped out of Im- images, like, it's still there. And, yeah. um, but it's funny because people who sort of aren't used to Photoshopping problems out of <laughs> <laughs> problems in quotations yeah. out of photographs, like, they think it's a massive problem. Like, they'll see it and be like, whoa. You have that huge scar. How come you're a model with that huge scar? <laughs> yeah. uh, that huge uh, birthmark? Like, don't, isn't that a problem? I'm like, no, never. No. Never, ever, ever has someone said to me. Maybe if I was on a catwalk or something and had to have bare legs, then maybe it would be a problem. But I don't know. I've, I, I've No one's ever been bothered about it or even second-guessed it. Or, yeah, like, made it like a point of No, and makeup artists have covered it up before as well and that's fine like well i mean know. we did a photo shoot before didn't we and that one of the things they did was they they dyed yeah uh, they put a bit of makeup on the side of my white side of my mustache but they weren't going to no that's only because we'd said like it might look a bit because well, in in photos it would probably bleach out so it would just look like you had half a mustache not yeah. half white half yeah, absolutely. but she was gonna leave it she mm. was like no it's i don't think it's a problem yeah I well, think she wasn't going to do your makeup at all, but... I don't know. That there's something about... I can't really call... I can't really call my thing a scar, but let's just say, you know, marks or something on people. There's something about that which... Maybe just having something like that, you find more compelling in people. You find it interesting because there's there's always a story behind it. Yeah. You know, it's come from somewhere or it's affected something that you have done or that mm. you do. Um, I think it makes you more relatable too. I guess so. Especially from the outside, people look at your life and they're like, oh, it's perfect, they're mm. perfect. Like, you know, or it doesn't matter who you are or what you have, people always look in and think that it's perfect. Yeah. And when you have something like that or you're just like, oh, no, actually I have this thing, they're just like, oh, it makes you more human all of a sudden. And it maybe they can relate to you in some way. Yeah, I guess so. But I this think. is like minor. We're on about marks on your body. There's, you know, people I mean, suffer terribly. Exactly, you know? exactly. It's, it's not trying to draw a comparison. No, 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 no. It's, it's just saying that, um, I mean, you know, I think more than anything, it's about whatever you've got, your thing, like, embrace it. <laughs> because... Uh, from being younger and self-conscious and feeling terrible about it, you know, as you get older, you learn to embrace that thing yeah. and use it, utilise it for something that's part of you, not as not like something you're disconnected from. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. And it's funny, actually, because, um, you know, the model, the Victoria's Secret model, Winnie Harlow? I, she also has vitiligo, didn't she? Yeah, like on her face. Yeah. Um, and all over her body, actually. But uh, she's obviously very successful and very beautiful. And and um, if anything, it's played a huge role in her modelling career. Without a doubt. And yeah. I remember I was watching one of the shows or something um, and she came on screen and, and you immediately 
we're like, whoa, she's she's got she's got the thing <laughs> that I can relate to, and it was yeah, it's definitely relatable, mm. you know. Um, but it's nice to have it out there, you know. Yeah, of course, it's not something you should shy away from or hide. It's but obviously you feel like you should do mm. at certain points in time because I don't know. It's it's a point where people can pick at, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Share your the, scars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the point is just embrace it, I guess. Mm, definitely. I was I was going to talk about something, but I think it might be a little bit too long winded to go into in this episode, like a more philosophical type of thing. Um, but I think it might be a bit. I feel like I could do a whole podcast on it. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> I think that we should name that fly because he's going from me to you to me to you. He wants to be involved, clearly. Um, let's call him... Charlie. Charlie the fly. Sherbet. Sher- which one? Sherbet. Sherbet the fly. Um, I don't know where he's gone now, but he's so, so small. He's like tiny. Okay. What's your favourite dessert? My favourite dessert... Is were well, you hungry? <laughs> well, I was drawing lots of snacks today, uh-huh. and it made me think of like, you know, like the mochi and stuff they have in Tokyo Disney and hmm. oh, all that kind of thing. And I also saw this little pudding. I've got a little Gudetama sticker down here, yeah. and it's a it's a pudding. Ah, uh, okay. Because in Japan, they what they call pudding is like uh, one specific type of pudding. Yeah. What would you say it's what what do we call it? Um like a <laughs> like a custard jelly. I was gonna say a blamange. A blamange. <laughs> Is that not the most yeah. obnoxious word ever? <laughs> blamange. I'm a blamange. <laughs> God, you sound like a demon blamange. <laughs> I imagine a blamange to have a more like fancy voice. Like, hello, I'm a blanche. Oh, really? Or like a French voice. <laughs> like a blanche. No, not an angry blanche, like, like a, a lady blanche. Bl- like a blanche. Yeah, like that. Sorry, that was, like, that um, was still kind of demon and scary, wasn't it? Like, what's her name? Mrs. Bouquet, but like that. Mrs. Bouquet? Yeah. You mean Mrs. Bucket? Mrs. Bucket, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Bucket. Okay, resident lady of the house speaking. <laughs> yeah. I used to I used to love that that show. You haven't told me to. You haven't told me your favourite pudding. Sorry. What, what pudding would you be? Let's go there. What dessert would you be? By the way, pudding. I, I think in America they just say dessert, don't they? Pudding. Pudding. <laughs> what pudding do you like? Pudding um, is a general term for dessert, all desserts. Dessert. Uh, okay, what pudding would I be? I would be... I think you'd be a chocolate mousse. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I used to love a chocolate would, mousse after school. I feel like I would have to be the pudding that I would want to eat. Which is? I would be a tiramisu. Oh. Yeah. And I'd be a tiramisu because it's got like... The, in fact, no, I've changed my mind. Okay. Can I have two? You can have two. Okay. Either a tiramisu... Or coffee and walnut cake. Oh, that's a proud one. That's a proud one, isn't it? Being a coffee and walnut like, cake. That's not like only if you got this bitter kind of chocolate in mixed in with the sweet, you've got a crown of walnut 
on your head. And walnuts are hard to come by. They are. You know, a squirrel, squirrels love a good walnut. Yep. So. They're expensive. I would say, I'm going to go for coffee and walnut cake. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to be bold in my, uh, in my choice. That's a popular choice as well. Do you think so? Yeah. I think it's controversial. I think many people are a bit about coffee oh, no. in their desserts. No, no, no. I think oh, I think people love coffee and walnut cake. Maybe it's because it's very popular in my household. I, I know. I, well, I, don't, I don't know. I, I imagine a lot of people would be like, coffee in a cake. It's not coffee in a cake, though, is it? It's like a cafe latte in a cake. No, but the, the coffee taste, many people are very... But it's not bitter. It's like, it's like creamy, buttercream. But you cream. like coffee. So that's different. Some people, they cannot stand the taste of it. No, they don't, Jack. Have you heard of a place called Starbucks? That's <laughs> the most popular probably place to get a drink in the world. Oh. It's a coffee house, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. I think coffee and walnut cake is a very popular choice. Okay. All right. Well, I'd, all you I'm saying is... You can do that, though. I, I could see that. I, I think see that. It, I think it's not the most popular. It's going to be one of the lesser popular, in my opinion. Because mm. everyone's going to say, I'd be a chocolate cake. That's, that's what everyone would say. Cause it's... No, I don't think so. Chocolate cake's too rich. You'd have to have a very, like, Are you kidding? hefty Every, Everyone likes chocolate cake. No, but would they want to be a chocolate cake? I like chocolate cake, and I have a slight allergy to it. So Yeah, you do. But would you, you know. want to be a chocolate cake? No. Exactly. I want to be, be a coffee and walnut cake. No, you just said everyone would want to be a chocolate cake. They wouldn't. What would you want to be? Don't you want to know why everyone wouldn't want to be a chocolate cake? Go on. Because it's so rich, right? So you have to be really confident and really strong personality uh, to be a chocolate cake. You'll be bold. You've got to be bold to be a chocolate cake. Right. I'm thinking of, you know, Bog Trotter, Boris Bog Trotter eating that massive chocolate cake. Oh, God, I must feel sick thinking about that. that that's the type, you know... Yeah. You've got to be like a trunchable type character to be a chocolate cake. You've got to be big and bold and... Yeah. Yeah. Full of sugar. Super creamy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Fair enough. What would you, I what think would you be? I think I'd be something strawberry because I'm kind strawberry. of like, I'm a bit sassy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little sassy. I'm a little tart. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, some sprinkles. Uh... <laughs> No, I'm, I think I'm quite sweet. I think I'm a bit too much for some people. I think they can only be, they, they can only have so much of me. Really? And then they're like, yeah, I think so. Hmm. That's how I feel anyway. Yeah. And I'm very like, um, I like cutesy things too. And I like, I have a child childlike side to me, like, you know. So you think a strawberry is quite playful? Yeah, and cute. Like, I'd probably be like a jelly and ice cream with sprinkles or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> wobbly. It's like wobbly in the room. Yeah. And wobbly, wobbly. <laughs> where yeah, is, where or, would your um, strawberry go? The you strawberry mean, jelly. A strawberry jelly. Mm. I see. I was thinking of an actual strawberry. We're still talking about desserts here, don't Yeah, I know, but like a, a strawberry something, you know, some kind of dessert that has whole strawberries on. Well, sometimes the strawberries can be quite plain, like a Victoria sponge, right? That's, that's No a, one wants to be a Victoria sponge. That's a plain, that's a plain dessert. Do you know a Victoria sponge? 
It's just like a regular sponge, isn't it? With like a, a regular Joe. No, I mean, do you know yeah. someone who's a Victoria sponge? Oh, plenty of regular sponges, yeah. Do you? I can't think of many. Uh, See, probably. I, I would yeah. say I'd be like a strawberry cheesecake. See, that's a, that's a good one. You think I'd be more of a strawberry cheesecake? Yeah, because... Strawberry cheesecakes, they're generally quite sweet. But, but I really... don't feel like I'm very solid. I feel like I'm a bit flaily. Like He's... I'm a bit... Yeah, but... So I feel yeah, but... like I'd be a jelly. Okay, this is my case for you being a strawberry cheesecake. Go ahead. It's got a strong foundation on the bottom. Oh, stop it. And also... The... <laughs> it's got like the cream and the... You know, the Jack's che- been the a simp for me, guys. Oh, no, God. <laughs> you got the cream and the cheese on top, which is solid until... I am a bit cheesy. It... Aren't I? Yeah, you can be cheesy, cheesy yeah. yeah. yeah okay, anyway, carry on. It can melt. Oh, you know, so. stop it. <laughs> you're so smooth. <laughs> oh, my God. Now you know how he won my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I wooed you with my dessert description. Yeah. No, I think a strawberry. I think a strawberry cheesecake is a good, you know, is a good fit for your personality. You think? And cheesecake, cheesecake's great. Why wouldn't you want to be a cheesecake? Yeah. How often do you have strawberry cheesecake? Though not very often. It's that, usually that's it. it's like a cheesecake or yeah, but it's like a it's a a cheesecake can be a standout dessert. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God, you massive simp. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be like a Neapolitan ice cream. Neapolitan? Yeah. My Neapolitan. Everyone loves it. Now you're being a simp. <laughs> Get off with you. I'm a chocolate and walnut, uh, chocolate. I'm a coffee and walnut cake. I'm bitter. You're not bitter. I can be sweet, but, you know, mind the walnut. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the walnut on your teeth. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? Okay. Oh, that was fun. It was. What about a biscuit? What kind of biscuit would you be? Um, I'll be very dunkable. I know. Custard cream. No. I don't want pointing in the air. <laughs> pointed at the sea. Over then. there. <laughs> What's that biscuit called? Digestive. Chocolate digestive. No, no. Keep going. Bourbon. No. Um, jammy Dodger. No, but good. That's a good biscuit. You mm. got you got like a little bit of sweet from the jam, mm. and then two layers of biscuits. Great. That is a great biscuit. Not that. Um, I think you could be a jammy. Oh, Dodger. hobnob. Hobnob. You'd be a hobnob. I'd be a hobnob. You would be a hobnob. Yeah. Hobnob. Hobnob. <laughs> I'd be a hobnob. Yeah. You would be a if hobnob. You, if anyone doesn't know what hobnob is, by the way, delicious. <laughs> go and look it up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It's um, it's OT and crumbly, but it's quite like it's firm, strong. Yeah, it's but you can dunk biscuit. it in tea, and dear God, it is one of the best biscuits. Oh, you to can dunk, dunk that tea. biscuit forever. Yeah, over and over. it's just, but it tastes great. Yeah, because it suddenly turns into like a almost like a flapjack, but not chewy. I don't know what I'm just imagining your face on the hobnob just being dunked like oh, repeatedly. Nah. <laughs> it's like, dunk me again! <laughs> dunk me again! I can take it! <laughs> I'm a strong biscuit, I promise. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, hobnob. Um, I'd be something flaky. Do you think so? Yeah. I, I Honestly, as we were talking about Jammy Dodger, I thought, that's Jamie. No, I'm not a Jammy Dodger. Why not? No, my brother's a, a Jammy Dodger. 
Mm. Like cheeky, you gotta be cheeky to be a damaged jack. You're gender. cheeky. You can I'm be. not like that. I'm not that cheeky. All right. So what's a cheeky? You gotta be. You gotta not... be somebody who would say. You gotta be someone who pushes people's buttons, but to the point where they're like, "Oh, it's you is being cheeky again." Okay. That's not me. All right. Um... I, I get too worried to upset people. I wouldn't. But okay. yeah, so I'm not a jammy dodger. Let's go through some biscuits then. How about a Viennese? I need a Vietnamese swirl. <laughs> oh, I like that one. V- Viennese. That's too crumbly. Is that right, Viennese? Viennese. Viennese swirl. It's not Vietnamese. I know that. Viennese. Viennese Viennese, swirl. isn't it? Viennese. <laughs> Viennese. I'm thinking of. Um, that's the ice cream. Viennetta. Viennetta. That's what I'm thinking of. Great dessert. Do you know what? I've what? thought this before. I don't think it is Viennetta. I think that's just how we say it. What would you imagine it is? V&A. <gasps> is it V&A? No, it is. It is Viennetta. It's British. Is I it? didn't think it was British. I thought it was some fancy Italian or French thing, and it was like... No, no, it's just it's a dessert that British people have to make themselves feel fancy. I love Viennetta. It's great. Oh, my it God. It is a great dessert. A Christmas or the mint one. Crack out mm. the Viennetta. Oh, is it time for the Viennetta? Yeah, which flavour do you want? Do you want mint or chocolate? Th- Both. That, that was my mint answer. chocolate Viennetta. Don't be stingy. How many swirls great. do you want? At least four. Four. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You've got to have a, you have a good slice of Viennetta. Don't be stingy with the Viennetta. The chocolate one's so good too. Oh, the mint. Now I miss Christmas. Now I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry after this, okay? Okay, just to end the podcast. You didn't say what biscuit I was going to Exactly. Make. What biscuit are you? I'd be a nice or a niece. A what? A niece. What's an, I'm a niece biscuit. Yeah, that'd be me. Really? Yeah, a little sprinkling of sugar. Nothing too fancy. <laughs> a cute little edge, you know, a little frilled edge. Mm. Kind of. Plain Janey, but with a little extra sprinkle. You ain't plain Jane. Kind of, I said. And I'm nice, right? I'm, I'm nice. You are nice. You're a nice, so you're nice. nice biscuit. Or I'd be one of them called milk, milky milk ones with the cow on it. They were nice. Malted milk. Malted milk. I love a custard cream, though. I would love to be a custard cream. I just don't, I don't know if I could be. So you say that, but a custard cream has got two kind of like edges and contained in the middle is this is this layer of amazing custard. That could be you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you're a little quiet around new people, which is your you're the The outer crust. The outer crust. But when people get to know you, they're like, Wow, look all the custard <laughs> in the middle. That is true. If 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 you get through the first layer, I'll be your friend for life. I'll be the most loyal friend you've ever had. Whole so will you actually. Right there. Here we go. Anyway. Buy us some custard creams and we'll be your friends for life. Absolutely. Can't get them in Japan either, can you? No. Looks like the baked beans. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so upset about that. <laughs> I'm just going to message her back like... 10 million crying emoji faces and being like, why? Oh, no, I'll send her that meme. Disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the perfect meme for this situation. Apparently, 
that script, he it actually said like act disappointed, but he just said disappointed. <laughs> like he took the stage direction in brackets disappointed, and he just yeah. shouted disappointed. Apparently, which is just hilarious. It's not my world. Disappointed. <laughs> I used to love that show, The Hercules. Adventures of Hercules. Bloody... Oh, I swore. I used to love that show. It was great. What did you say? Bloody. That's not a swear word. Can't we say bloody? Can we say bloody? I think so. I think so too. I used to bloody love that show. My 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 nan, um, she says bloody so much that we gave her like a little jar to put a pound in every time she said it and... <laughs> While I was on the phone to her, she said it like 12 times within like the space of 10 minutes. That's what you get when you tell old people not to do something, they do it. And then the other day, <laughs> the other day I was on the phone to her and I went, bloody hell. And she goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you think I've got that from? <laughs> Language. <laughs> Language. So you've, you've been saying it to me my whole life. And then she just burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Unbelievable. Right, Joe, let's the call it a day. Oh, my voice. Old man Jack. <coughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to be such a cute old man. This whole episode is just us just swooning over each other. I know. Aww. Episode of romance. But it's been... Ten years. It's been a nice old talk. Oh. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you said it's been and I said ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been ten years. It's been 75 years. <laughs> no, yeah. We've been together 10 years, is what I meant. Yeah. High five. That was high 10. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the end of the podcast. Yay! Thank you for listening. I hope other people listening aren't going, yay! <laughs> when it comes to the end. No, I was just happy because it was <laughs> nice. I was happy. I like this chat. It was nice. It was. Nice, warm, Sorry, fuzzy feeling. away from the microphone. So, if you like this podcast, um, please... Please follow our channel. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you want to be a part of the Owl community, go to Twitter at Our Weird Life Pod and Facebook Our Weird Life Podcast. You should say if you want to be part of the Owl Commune Twitty. Commune Twitty. Because it's like Twitty Bird. You need something with hoot in there. Um. Give us a hoot. If you want to have a hoot of a time, join the owl community. If you want to have a hoot of the t- a hoot of a time, join the owl <laughs> community. <Twitty. laughs> oh god! Oh, I've had too much coffee today. Okay, let's. A- any final thoughts? <laughs> um, what biscuit are you, and what cake are you? I'd love to know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know at where on Twitter on Facebook. Yep, yeah, either of those places. What biscuit or dessert are you, and what? Yeah, and why? Yeah, um, we will. We'll see you again next time. Speak to you again next time. Have a lovely day. Yeah, see you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.